get stuck in the teeth Ever pressed your chest against the breast and thought, mm, I'll never leave Ever know you could kill someone just by saying goodbye Ever told the truth just so you could conceal your lie Oh my, what an illusion is this life Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the BWAMS podcast. My name is Richie Marufo, and we're coming to you from Power at the Pass here in El Paso, Texas. BWAMS is the Barbed Wire Open Mic Series, and we want to feature artists, poets, musicians, comedians, all sorts of cool, talented, creative people. And on today's show, we have Merlin Hepworth, poet, educator, MC, out of Phoenix. Welcome, man. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for having me, man. That was good, dude. How you Richie, doing? you're good at this shit. Man. <laughs> thanks, man. Yeah, hell yeah. Uh, so welcome back to El Paso. It's been uh, quite a trip, huh? Yeah, yeah. It's for sure been a, been a trip. Been so, a, yeah. So pretty much to kind of give some context and background, mm-hmm. you have released your your full. Is this your first full length album? I know you have your mixtapes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, remember why? Yeah, that's right. Is the name of the album, and uh, you you came in town and recorded three music videos. Yeah, that's right. Album at Power at the Pass, where we're at right now. Man, Power at the Pass, yeah, pretty, like pretty so much, so much has happened here. <laughs> yeah, and uh, hopefully during this this podcast, we can dive a little bit into, uh, you know, what brings you here to Power at the Pass specifically, in in relationship with Valentine, and and also like, man, I just before we even dive into the album itself, like. I gotta give props to Carlos and his crew. Yeah, man, like they just uh, exuded professionalism. Yes, and and uh, they knew what they're doing, and and I can see why why you work with them. Yeah, man, Carlos Tejeda and and his crew, exact exactly, man. They they were phenomenal. I don't know when this podcast is gonna come out, but or, but you know, um, those videos will be out. You know, at some point. Yeah. And, um, uh, they're they're. I'm super excited about it. Yeah, man. Uh, I'm not. I'm not too familiar with with that realm, you know, uh-huh. of the industry. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of being here at Part of the Past and doing what I do, and kind of working closely with Valentine, I'm learning more. Right. But you know, I'm I'm curious. You know, like uh, you're planning to to also have all sorts of visual effects, I imagine, as well. There's right. editing yeah, and yeah. cuts, and yeah. so I'm sure there's a little bit of turnaround time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it just depends on who's working on it and how many yeah. things are involved. You know, one of the music videos we shot was a one shot, like so, just a one take. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, where all the cubicles are over here. Yeah. Um, There's a long hallway that just yeah, so has we, a stretch of offices. We use that that hallway to show a bunch of different scenes, and it was just the way that Carlos and his crew, mm-hmm. Jorge, and everybody uh, put. Just a phen- all these actors and extras just put a phenomenal. I mean, they came here and they rehearsed it, so that when I showed up and it was time to do this, like they had tested for lighting, they had tested a number of things, and then we shot probably you know twelve takes, eight takes, but some of them were practices, and yeah. some of it was, oh okay, this person needs to be in that position, or, you know, it's just a it's a rigorous process that just requires tons of preparation. So mm-hmm. for me, I've had to direct most of my music videos, you know, yeah. or at least have a heavy hand in directing. Um, and that's not what I do. You know, mm-hmm. what I what I do is I write <laughs> poems and I write music and mm-hmm. I teach. That's what I do, you know. Um, <laughs> so to be around Carlos and see and Jorge and just see these guys that like live to make gold, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like they really like it. When the, we were done with that one take, like they were jumping up and down like they... Can we cuss on this? Part? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Like, uh, like they fucking won the NBA championship. Like these dudes, like they love it. So yeah. it's like, it's yeah, it was great. It's, it's been amazing, man. Yeah, I saw. Uh, you know, speaking of the planning, like they were here like a whole weekend before you even planned on coming through. Yeah. They were at the studio with their equipment, like you said, just yeah. testing lighting and. Yeah. Man, like, I just, uh, I, I just wanted to be a fly on the wall for yeah. all this, you know, and, and for the most part, I was. It was a very busy weekend here at the studio like yeah. it was it was a studio you know yeah because we have you know you got to meet uh some of the other tenants and like their projects and yeah I, yeah i love seeing the life flow through this place yeah it's crazy man <laughs> it really is you know um it's beautiful man like yeah. I, I actually have sat in this room that this has been like my little 
<laughs> sanctuary, man. Like I had clothes in here, where, you know, because I got to change for all these different your, shoots. The little live-in workspace, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. And then I was, you know, sending emails off and working a little bit on my podcast. And, but it is crazy, man. There's so much, so many movers here, so many characters, you know. Uh, Enoch and these these very talented, <laughs> diverse groups of people that all come here. Um, you know, like even like Diego, like he's, mm-hmm. we were at the restaurant today and it's like his design is on these people's shirt, you know what I mean? And I was hoping, <laughs> you know, it's like, he's a dope artist, right? But I, you know, two days before we were helping him bring up chairs because <laughs> his, his baby shower, his baby shower that was going on at Power of the Past, you mm-hmm. know, it's like, I just, the thing that's so refreshing about the space is like. There's no perfect spaces, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. There's, you know, like, shh, whatever. But what's great is that it's centered around art. Yeah. Period. There's politics everywhere. There's politics in everything. There's relationships. There's dynamics. There's money. There's all kinds of things always. But, true. but if you keep the focus in the right place, you have special things happen, man. And... Mm-hmm. um. This is a cool, this is a special place, man. I do want to give a shout out to, to Valentin, Valentin for, for being sure, the visionary, man. kind of bring that together yeah, along man. with Don Shapiro. For sure. Don Shapiro, Valentin, man. I've known Valentin for many years. In fact, uh, we, we did one of these little talk <laughs> talk sessions. I don't um, We were just messing around. We'll probably air it maybe yeah. I, on my podcast. I don't know what we'll do yeah, with it. Yeah, for sure, man. I'd love to hear that. Yeah, yeah. But I'm... Um, uh, but yeah, you know, you, we know each, and we've known each other for quite a while. Yeah, man. You know, uh, so I was, I was thinking about that the other day. I don't even know how many years ago that was, but we brought you in. I mean, like you said, you, you know, uh, not just through as an educator, but you also get, uh, you know, you're a performer, man. Right, That's what you yeah. do. Like I yeah. think you said it on that talk. Like I killed the mic. That's my job. <laughs> we were talking about like going to uh, the New York and Poets Cafe, oh, okay, and okay. I wanted you to tell the story. And you're like, I don't know if I remember any of that. All I know is I killed the mic because that's my job. Yeah, yeah. That's and funny, uh, man. we brought you in as as part of a freehold slammer, our our poetry slam oh, yeah. group here in the city. And uh, it was really refreshing having you through, man, because we've had guests, but like. Your style, man, was you know really connected, and I think my more of so my favorite part, and it's it's always my favorite part is like afterwards when we get to all hang out. We yeah. took you to a, a bar, Sumatra. Oh, yeah, like, it was a hookah lounge, and I remember we uh, you went freestyled and freestyled for the whole night. That was fun, man. Like our, our yes. homies were DJing, and they just had yeah. some mics, and one of the first things that I I learned a lot about who you were is when. There were some other dudes there at the bar who wanted to freestyle too, but as soon as they got on the mic, they started just kind of being misogynistic and, uh, and like, just, mm. you, know, they were, you know, every other cuss word, like, right, yeah. they weren't using their, their language thoughtfully. And so you challenged them. Did I? I don't remember to, this. Yeah, you, uh, you know, they were throwing around words like bitch and, and, yeah, for sure. and you challenged them like, hey, let's not use those words. Oh, really? Yeah. And I, I just, uh. That showed me a lot more of your your character when you you kind of led the night that way. Yeah, and I got, think got people standing up on benches. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was that's more recent, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, <laughs> no, I, 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 the thing that I remember about that experience is like it was very much like the last time I was here, mm-hmm. which was uh, a Billy Free was here. Right, she and had her uh, music video release. Right? I it had was, a video release. You, here. It was your music video yeah, release, yeah. But she came down to perform because we mm. put on a show here. And the, right. and the, the funky be- autopsy, right? Yeah, yeah. And the best part of that night was just a Billy, you and I on some beats, <laughs> just like getting locked into yeah. just the groove. Mm-hmm. You know, like the thing is, is like I'm not like a I don't battle or rap. You know, I have battled. That's just not what I do, right? Mm-hmm. That's not mm-hmm. who I am. But freestyling is one of my absolute favorite things to do. Mm-hmm. I don't do it a lot. Because to me, it's sort of like, it's kind of sacred to mm, me. Okay. You know what I mean? It's it's like, uh, I don't want to be in a cipher that's not about the love. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Some, there's so many ciphers about that are just about fucking posturing, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's like, I, I don't care. Like, I'm not here for your, like, alpha-powered <laughs> male dynamic, you know, dick measuring contest you know what i mean like that, that i mean sometimes maybe but not really that's just i'm it's not really fun for me mm-hmm. but when it's just like yo who can really kick that shit mm-hmm. 
and like how do you kick it and like what, <laughs> you know like you know what I mean and like what are we doing Absolutely. like because that's what the cipher is like even when we were t- like we were talking about those benches last night it was funny <laughs> we don't got to get into all that but but um uh, <laughs> that, we, out of out of context nobody knows what, like the benches so yeah yeah okay yeah. so we're, so last night we, we were at uh, we were hanging out we we're having a good yeah, time yeah. and uh, I decided I wanted to stand up on the bench. <laughs> Um, there wasn't a lot of people there, so it wasn't like I was trying to like be like, look at me standing up on a bench. There was no one there. <laughs> look at me. Look. At... No, no, it was it was pretty chill night. It, right? it was very chill. There was no almost nobody there. There's like one other group of people. It was pretty yeah. much only our group. So like, uh, anyways, we ended up all standing up on this bench, and there's a group of us, and then we're just talking and making jokes, and then we started playing this weird dance game, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> where we were passing moves. <laughs> from standing on the bench and it was just it was just ridiculous it was just it was funny and but it was liberating man it was it was, yeah. play, it was playful yeah. that's that's it was playful it was the cypher man yeah absolutely. you know what i mean it was just like uh yeah so that that's what i mean it's like that's what the cypher is it mm-hmm. doesn't have to be over beats it doesn't have to be rap it doesn't you know mm-hmm. ciphering is, is an exchange of uh improvisation and creativity mm-hmm. and, and fun you know even if in my experience, you know, so mm-hmm. yeah, and that's a, that's a that's a sacred thing. That's humans all come from that circle, that 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 circle around the fire where people play games and tell stories and mm-hmm. laugh and dance and and yeah, that's beautiful, man. It's magical. Yeah, man. In my uh, in my study in improvisation, uh, there's this book by uh, the author Stephen Najmanovich. It's like hmm. the power of impro- improvisation in the arts. And pretty much right in the beginning, uh, he talks about this this classic um, word in, in Greek. It's called lila. Lila. And it means play, um, you know? And when we think of play, we think of playfulness. It also means like childish play. Right. But it, all mean, it also means like divine play. It's right. like the folding and unfolding of the cosmos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's uh, disarming. And, and oftentimes in adulthood, in, uh, in just certain aspects of life, you know, it brings us down. Yeah. It blocks us up. So like that kind of playfulness breaks us out of it. Totally. So you know what I mean? I like, on that. There's a lot of educators that are like really looking into how play is so important for education and development. Hmm. You look at little children, man. It's like they learn way fat. They're way f- better learners than everybody. You know what I mean? They're just crazy. Mm-hmm. Like they're, they mm-hmm. can learn so many languages. They just are learning so fast. Yeah. But so much of what they're doing is being is learning through play and through the body. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, that's really how you can't rap without, you can't have rhythm in your voice without your body. You mm-hmm. know, you can't, and like not well. You know, so, um, and so much, so, we spend so much time cutting or mutilating or extracting our inner child mm-hmm. as soon as we enter the education system, as soon as we're told, we need to sit down in one place in third grade for four hours, seven hours. <laughs> Whereas, like, some people don't learn that way. Yo, and it's just like, and I'm not saying that's what all teachers do. There's many mm-hmm. great teachers. But I'm saying the idea of school, right? for the most part, right. not every school. There's tons of different types of schools. But I'm saying the most part is, like, sit down. You know, schooling mm-hmm. is about preparing you for the workforce. When you're sitting, you're... You're you're saying the bell rings at eight. Yes, be there in your seats. Right, you know, suffer like, like, like you're now. gonna do at your job. Yeah, oh. in, in in many years, you know what I mean. Not all of us, but that's really what it's about. It's not about education. Mm-hmm. You know, think about how many different practices of education. Whether you talk about the Greeks, whether you talk about you know the any indigenous tribal groups for Africa or whatever, or mm-hmm. here, education was. It was a class of experience, you know, like the Apaches, like if you were part of being a young man was having to run a certain distance with water in your mouth, you know what I mean? Without swallowing the water, mm-hmm. you know, part of it was like, this is how you, you know, um, yeah. So, but I mean, so much of it is about apprenticeship typically, as opposed to surveying. Right. You know what I mean? Surveying. Hmm. Like surveying like- subjects. Okay, like like observing your on your own. So like you got calculus one hundred one or English one hundred one or, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. You got to take all these maths and all these sciences. It's like, dude, like I've never used algebra two mm-hmm. in my adult life. Not that I not that, hey maybe it would make my life a lot better. 
I'm just telling you that, like, you're not dealing with the interest of the kids to find out what they want to most learn about. You're mm -hmm. just giving them things you're telling them they have to learn. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. As opposed to like, well, maybe you want to be a uh, a writer or maybe what you like most is words. So we're going to put you in this, see if this works for you. You're going to go study most of this. All right. Yeah. yeah, at a younger age, as opposed to going. Instead of doing the whole. Yeah, okay, doing a broad yeah. survey yeah. year after year after year. You start mm -hmm. to specialize at an early earlier age because <clears throat> you're you're working with your self awareness. Oh no, I'm gonna go over with um, Professor, you know, Richie. I'm gonna go with him because I I, I think I'm I like words, or I think I like stories. Mm -hmm. I think I want to practice more there, but because I'm in charge of my education, maybe this teacher over here will accept me in his class, and it's a three year commitment. Okay. You see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. All right. It's about, yeah. It's just education. Yeah. It's just, it's yeah. Sorry. No. Well, so so you're an educator. Um, mm -hmm. What what kind of age groups have you have you worked with this whole time that you've been doing this? So I my last day job was a preschool teacher, and I was okay. a preschool teacher for many years. When I was a kid, really, when I was really 16 to like 21. Mm -hmm. Um, by the time I was 22, on my 22nd birthday, I was uh, I was full time. I had been a full time poet. Um, yeah. And uh, I also had some student loans to help me, you know. So, uh, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> at that time, you know, to help me get off the ground, you know, like it wasn't just all poetry money, but yeah. So I worked with young, like little kids, and then I've worked with incarcerated men, adults. I've worked with middle school. I work in a lot of middle schools. I work in a lot of high schools and a lot of colleges. All right. You know, and what I just said, like, I don't mean to be negative about um, schooling because mm -hmm. I like my experience in school. Right. I was one of those people that kind of could do it in pretty okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. No. Um, but it's not for, you know... I, I have my own critiques about how but, the but system is organized. I was about to say, there's a, a certain thing about the system, and, and I think that's a theme in a lot of your work, too. Um, even if it's outside of, like, the system of education, mm -hmm. kind of like systemic injustices and, and kind of things that yeah uh, we need to look inward at, you yeah. know, yeah. critique a little. Yeah, I think, you know, I, I do songs that are directed at certain issues you okay. know sometimes yeah. like i did a song old story i remember that one that's you know it's about you know these things that are just real i think it's tricky man um when you enter the realm of politics um mm -hmm. uh, yeah man i'm passionate about justice i'm pas passionate about you know um the earth and it, it's part of know. our lives man I, i'm part of the camp that says the the personal is political totally you know totally you know and I, i'm not a perfect human being and i'm not an authority mm -hmm. on sexism or capitalism or racism but i am pretty well educated in those areas and how they work mm -hmm. i can break i can break those down you know okay um but that doesn't mean that I'm here to shame people because they're ignorant. Because you know what? Like uh, when I was 20 years old, like I was just learning about what male privilege was. Right. You know what I mean? Like we all have to learn. And, and uh, yeah, it's it's a learning process um, because a lot of it's I I would say like a type of decolonization kind of to like reframe the way we naturally think about things just based on on the culture yeah. we're brought up in. It's, yeah, it's all unlearning. Mm -hmm. You know, so my thing is like it's different when you're having a conversation with someone who just is refusing to listen to your rational points mm -hmm. and doesn't want to learn, doesn't want to believe that sexism or whatever racism is. You know, just right. they don't want that to fit into that their narrative or whatever. So they just are not gonna listen. That's different. But people who want to learn, who mess up like you got to understand that they're gonna they're, what do you expect them to do they want to understand what their privilege is or they want to try to improve their understanding of the world you know what i mean being like hey you know being shameful to someone regardless is just like um 
I don't think it's productive. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think what's I think when people really learn and grow is when you we, we're doing what we're doing right now. Mm-hmm. We're having a conversation. We're not posturing some type of. I'm better than you because I understand how unwoke you are. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so it's like that's what I think what makes things tricky because I can do a million songs, right? Yeah. Do you, I could still be problematic. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Someone if if you dig hard enough. You're gonna. You can always find a way to make an argument about how someone isn't perfect. You know what I mean? Or some. You know what I mean? So like, I think that's why a lot of people don't talk about issues of race or class, um, especially artists, Mm -hmm. because I think they feel like, you know, it's just like uh, Kendrick Lamar. Like, you know that he put out that song. About what was some stretch marks? <laughs> that? I know which one that is. Man, he was talking about women, and he was like, uh, "I'm so sick and tired of the Photoshop." Oh yeah, okay. But I mean, people got really there's there's a group of people who were upset about him, you know, talking about. Look, and if you listen to his work, there's plenty of things that you could make arguments in that direction about. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that's important that those conversations come up. I don't know how productive they are, hmm. but um, I don't. Honestly, I'm not saying they're not productive. But I just think it's interesting that there's always outrage. And I guess I understand and I empathize with that outrage. Mm-hmm. But I don't, always, I don't always know that it's placed well. But I mean, you know, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or, or even like, what's gonna be? I mean, what does that lead to? Yeah, I mean, are you just like kind of blocking each other off at a certain point, or does it lead to, like you said, kind of some sort of I th- yeah engagement? I, th- I think it, I think it can lead to both. I mm-hmm. think what we're doing now is we're we're trying to investigate it honestly, mm-hmm. like because we're in person. I think what it is uh is damaging. <laughs> Is uh, that it's on the internet, yeah, and everybody's tough on there, mm-hmm. and people can just block you. You know, it's like sometimes things do get accomplished on the internet, but it is probably the worst space to have that sort of dialogue. Mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, I, 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 yeah, I vibe with that. You know, like I, I wonder because, like, even now, like I'm just kind of in this disillusioned state when it because. Of how echo chambers work. It's just we're in a crazy time, Rich. Mm-hmm. We're in a crazy time. Man. Yeah. You know, like I um posted about this podcast that I did. I talked about Kanye. I don't know. I was just it was just an ad. I just was like, hey, you know, uh <laughs> uh we, we talk about Kanye for a second. Like the second episode? Yeah, should we care is what I said. Okay. Question mark. Because <laughs> that's what we kind of talked about, right? Mm-hmm. But someone mm-hmm. jumped on there like we absolutely should care. Like, just like totally taking the stance of like, um, you know, Black Lives Matter, which they do, which what Kanye said is crazy wild. You know what I'm saying? Or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. I am totally not in, I'm like, I have far more in common with this person that's jumping on my page in regards to like what I believe about oppression in these things. Right. But out of context, Whatever they're thinking, they're thinking. They're just coming from some recreational conflict. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's a. I'm gonna use that term from now on. Recreational conflict, huh? Yeah, man. Because uh. I was like, look, I, and also look, I I don't have all day on Instagram to defend who I am, and I don't need to. Right. You didn't listen to the podcast. You saw a picture about a podcast. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's like. Uh, I forget what I said, but I was like, look, yeah, I feel you. You know what I mean? Like, that, that's definitely real. That's valid. What you're saying is valid. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then they came back with even more stuff. Hmm. And then I'm, uh, I was like, hit them with some Kanye, like, um, buy a lot of clothes, but we don't really need them. The things we buy to cover up what's inside. I forget what I used, but I just remixed the Kanye line. That was yeah. like a, a woke Kanye line that had like I put Kim in there, and I was like, "Yeah, shit's it's wild. Shit changes. I don't know. Do I? I don't even really feel like I have an opinion. <laughs> I mean, I have an opinion about you know what he said is ridiculous and outlandish and 
yeah. harmful. But Very polemic figure, man. Yeah, this it's dude. You know what I mean? Like, I, it's bad. But I mean, like, I don't know. No, I don't know how bad it is. It is bad, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I don't. I don't know. You know, like, I don't know what that really means culturally speaking. Mm-hmm. I and, mean. Like I heard a little bit of your discussion. Mm-hmm. Your your friends are just so intelligent, man. It's it's fun listening to those episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, one one point that was made is, you know, um, he has such a he can so many people like leaning on his words. You know, right? What's he gonna say? What's he gonna do? Right? It's like the cult of Kanye. Like what? And, and like you said, you know, okay. Yeah, so I almost feel like in a way this girl that this person that jumped on my feet was Kanyeing me. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, granted, granted they were doing it under the guise of like Black Lives Matter, which fuck mm-hmm. yeah, they do. Like, mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. I know Opal. Like, I know Opal was in Arizona and she was one of the founders of Black Lives Matter. Like, we mm-hmm. went to a poetry reading together. Like, I know, fam, Black Lives Matter. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know that I have that I don't have, that I have more privilege than black folks. Hmm. I know that like, yeah, I'm brown, but I could, I'm cl- I'm not black. And black, and the degrees of blackness exist in a certain way. Like, I, hell yeah, like I'm with you. But this person just came for some recreational, like, bah, rowdy, rowdy <laughs> shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so they weren't going to listen to my point. Or they weren't gonna listen to me, or or whatever. Like they were just gonna find a way to mm. to to cut my head off, you know, to kill me if they could. And so that's what they did. And then they blocked me once I made some sense to oh, them. Oh man, that's, you know what I'm saying? That's so, always the killer. Yeah, man. it's just kind of like that's Kanye. That's some Kanye shit. Yeah. My narrative is the only narrative that matters, and I'm gonna say whatever I want. And I'm just gonna do whatever I want. Mm-hmm. So, like that's some ego shit, right? So it's like right. Yeah. Anyways, you guys talked about that. Uh, tell hey, tell us more about your podcast, man. We brought it up a couple times. Like, yeah. So what I'm doing is I'm doing a uh, a series about the album. I sit down with uh, some friends and we talk about the music, and um, then we just talk about all kinds of things. You know, yeah, like uh, what's news, what's contemporary, what's going on. That. Yeah, we do hypotheticals. We uh, <laughs> do random dope shit. We um, you know, we talk about these same sort of things. We talk about because there's a lot of, you know, I address lots of social issues in my work, but I also address a lot of personal things in my work about mm-hmm, love mm-hmm. and relationships, you know? So um, we talk about those things. Mm-hmm. It's new, man, I'm, but I'm also like, I'm really loving it because it gives, the the long form gives you the most opportunity to really get to know someone. True. You know what I mean? Like, just like I'm saying, it's like this person in another context that ran up in like, you know, chin checked me on the Kanye, <laughs> on the Kanye vibe. Like, uh, in another context, we, we would not have that issue. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But because it's on Instagram and the internet and the traffic highway of the super highway of the internet, yeah, and, you know what I mean. And the so, which is also involved with so much like surface level readings, like like you mentioned. Yeah, uh, they they probably didn't even hear the interview. No, they didn't. You and there's no way they did. And uh, I see that too often. Right. So much. It's it's a little right. sad, you know, where where I I think uh people share news stories where they only kind of respond to the headline. Right. And like you'll you'll see a whole thread of people just debating like what, what they think the article's about right. by, by the headline without and actually like read reading it, it all. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, totally. It's and, ridiculous. Uh, Humans are freaking ridiculous, man. You know? Yeah, man. It's it, so I think I, we always have been, but now because of the, uh, yeah. you know, it's it's a lot yeah. more available for us to see that straight up, man. The information age, and then and then also you got to understand that people are coming up in this weird or or new sort of projection, like mm-hmm. sort of like the selfie. You know, I mean, Vincent Van Gogh was doing selfies too, but you <laughs> you have to work pretty hard to get good at your selfie game. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but. Uh, so it's just yeah, it's just interesting. But I just think people. I, I agree with you. Like I don't think I don't think the internet or social media has changed humans more than it has really just exposed them. Yeah, you know, and it's light speed. Yeah, that's pretty much what it is. You know, uh, I once remember hearing a theory that our our technology, particularly our social media, the ways in which we interact with each other through technology, evolved at a much higher rate than our ourselves you know our consciousness uh-huh. uh, to be able to deal with that 
Yeah. And, and so it does kind of lead to interesting new kind of ruptures. Yeah. And personality. And, it's and crazy, so man. It's crazy. You know, like it, it really is, man. Because there's the the human brain doubles like at some point in evolution, like in size. Mm-hmm. And that a lot of people don't. That's the biggest mystery in like the whatever in the anthropological fossil record mm-hmm. is when the brain goes boom. Like, mm-hmm. what does it? Did we start eating fish? Some people yeah. think we were on mushrooms. <laughs> I'm serious, man. There's a stoned ape theory that's kind of wild. I, I want to read into these. Uh, yeah, cool. so, but I don't know, man. I don't know what the future holds, man. Uh, I just, my thing is like, do you, you know what? I know what my intention is. That doesn't mean that I'm going to get it right. I'm okay with being wrong. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Sure. You know what I mean? I, 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 there's no perfect feminist. There's no perfect whatever, yo. Yeah. I'm not trying to be perfect. I'm not trying to be right. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to be, I'm trying to learn. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not, it's too much authoritarianism, man, in both sides of the aisle and, and, and people in general. is just like gangster stepping on people. What? Just because, you know, like I know folks and you know folks that can use that social justice language and talk that shit till the wheels fall off, homie, but are not good people. Mm-hmm. Mm, you, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, you, people can talk shit all day. It's what you do, period. You know what I mean? And people who are in my life and know me, know me. Mm-hmm. And those are the people I look to for my validation. Those are the people, it's like you or Valentina, people people that I know and trust and have had conversations with and who, who I've done real, had real time with. Those are the people I look to, you right, know? Right. But I can't, I used to care so much about if being offensive to people. Mm. I used to care, Richie, man, mm, a like lot. It's almost like walking on eggshells. Yeah, of. man, because I'm like one of those people that likes to really, I can't have a good time. Like if we're at a party, you know what I mean? Or we're at a, an event, like I want everyone to have a good time. Mm-hmm. Like I'm the only as, I'm only as comfortable as the least, as the least comfortable person there. All right. You know, right. A, a lot of times. Okay. And so my mom, you know, like I never wanted to like let my mom down or embarrass my mom, mm-hmm. you know? So not that my mom kept some like weird iron fist on me, but for whatever reason, like I just feel like I was very, I was very respectful young man. And I, and, and, and that's good. There's a lot of good things about that. Mm-hmm. But you know, when you talk about respectability politics, you, you know, you get in some trouble because it's overrated, mm-hmm. you know? And it's like, so it's like, I'll put something out like that little Kanye <laughs> rant thing. That type of thing would be like, would really ruin my day a couple years ago. That would have really fucked me up. Yeah. Now I'm just kind of like, get past it. Whatever, bro. Yeah. You know, and 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 some people are just naturally like that. They're like, yeah, fuck you. It's a lot healthier for for your content. You know, yeah, your, your you psyche. know what I mean. I for, I I feel like okay, like all right, like you know <laughs> what I mean. Like I'm just gonna keep it moving, man. I don't got time for this Instagram right on, thing, man. you know. And so I just have to trust my intentions. <clears throat> so being like, uh, you know, you talked about your last day job, and and, and since then, you man, you've been hustling man like yeah know, i see you traveling people see you traveling all the time that's even like it comes up one of the tracks uh i think remember why yeah yeah you know talking about like traveling uh, vacation yeah, like yeah. people think it's a vacation she yeah. thinks it's a vacation yeah. and then she don't get the road switch. thinks i'm on vacation oh. i don't get the road maybe it's vacation yeah <laughs> and then even later on you can't change it i think it's vacation yeah, you know yeah, like yeah. she don't get the road thinks i'm on vacation she don't understand the road thinks i'm on vacation I don't get the road. Maybe it's vacation. I don't understand the road. Maybe it's vacation. Yeah, that's the um, due to the nature of your work. You, you, it involves a lot of traveling, man. Yeah, you know, and like uh, I'm a sedentary person. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I right. do get restless. I think we all do. Like mm-hmm. uh, I, it's kind of always grass is greener. You know, I'll see my friends and like they got a steady like their professors like mm-hmm. you or like you know what I mean. And, and they got their community, and they see all four, all the four seasons or whatever. You know, <laughs> there's four, right? <laughs> but um, because um, in Arizona we pretty much have two. Yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah, so it's hard, man. Yeah. It's it's something that you have to. For me, it doesn't come natural. I don't know that it does for anyone, but like, yeah, I travel a lot. In the middle of America, mm-hmm. I study dreams. I study myself with human beings. Pick a college town. 
in the middle of America, follow now. As I step through the house, everybody keep your smiles loud. Using to block out all the residue of drug, sex, child abuse, poverty, neglect, pseudo-democratic subterfuge. Hmm. The power to silence these taboos is hinged on your power to keep smiling. Blow a smoke with, like, like I'm like, it's all fake. We all got smiles, you know what I mean? <laughs> Blow a smoke with me. Keep smiling. Listen to this man wiling, <laughs> blurting out obscenities, read beneath the lines. He wants his youth back. He's full of shit and he's 55. He wants his youth back. He wants my co-sign. He's full of shit and he's 55. I met him a year ago at a benefit, observing the politics of upper-class white crowds. Look how this super nice guy turns super white loud, claiming that I want to fuck his wife at the bar. I want to knock his fucking lights out. That's <laughs> how the, the violent. I wanted to talk about that, actually. Yeah. The, the kind of that violent. And, and then you go to a spoken word piece. Yeah. That's very, you know. Uh, it's very peaceful. Yeah. The album is like a, a redemptive at that point, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a beautiful part of the, of the song, man. And it really, it's the name of the album. Yeah. You know, so there's something to that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, you know, uh, I, I think uh, something that really comes across in this album is that it's very like, I mean, obviously a little biographical, right? Yeah, very you know? autobiographical, very. <laughs> so you go in and, and, and learn a little bit about um, just your thoughts, man, of the road, of yeah. of love, of, of loss, of yes. nostalgia, redemption. Nostalgia, like, yeah, straight <laughs> up. Part, you that's, know, was, that's real, yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, what happens in that poem or at the end of that song for the listeners is... Uh, I don't knock his lights out. Mm-hmm. Of course I don't do that. <laughs> but I end up walking with this old guy down a highway so that he doesn't hurt himself. Yeah. You know? Damn. That's that's the end of that story. And I'm thinking about this girl <laughs> that's back home. You know yeah. what I mean? And we, we ain't got it right. You know what I mean? Like, But she thinks I'm on vacation. I'm not. Maybe it's vacation. I'm not. You know? It's <laughs> like... That's such a... An absurd situation, but I feel like I've been there myself yeah. where you're caught up in this thing and you kind of have this other thing on your mind. You're out right. there in the night. Yes. It's so human. Yeah. Yeah. You know? We're somewhere else when we're so, you know, and, and yeah. And there's all this other stuff going on. Yes. <laughs> you're like, caught up in that. Yes. Your thoughts and your heart can be somewhere else when you're in a, in your body's in a different place. You know, like I feel like that's a real thing that happens, you know. And when you're on the road, it's like, you know, that's the thing about this place. You know, like, this is one of my, El Paso is one of my favorite places. Not because I'm like, fucking love Rafa's. No, not just, <laughs> not because of that. But you not, do get some cred for dropping yeah. Rafa's, you know, like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not because of that, but because of the people. Yeah, man. You know what I mean? Because, like, I'm among, I'm among, there's something that, like, Yo, whatever. If you're from New York or you're from Chicago or you're from like one of these big cities that we know, we know you're tight. New Orleans, we know you we fuck with you. Miami like but I feel like I feel like people in Phoenix, people in in New Mexico and people in El Paso and places like that mm-hmm. are looked over. And that gives them a certain type of genius in their mm. artistry. Hmm. All right. Because I, I feel like there's almost a more pure level that comes from it. You know what I mean? It's like not so much about the shine as it is about to love where you're from and to embrace all of its flaws mm-hmm. and all of its greatness <laughs> and not be re- recognized by other cities and other people and mm-hmm. other cultures as because we contribute when I was in Waters the other day yeah I was gonna ask oh, that, the, <laughs> I was gonna ask about that man when I was in Waters I saw these zoot suiters dancing to Sam <laughs> Cooke homie it's like mm. El Paso LA New Mexico like <laughs> all that shit comes from here this is the source yeah man you know so it's like but that the credit is rarely given you know what I mean yeah. uh, on a national consciousness and more yeah yeah, you know what I'm saying. That's what I mean. It's like the national consciousness is not so much. Has always been focused on East Coast, West Coast, yes. like you know, New yeah. York, LA. Uh, yeah, but you know, I, I I like to think with the rise. I mean, earlier we we're being a little cynical about technology, but at the same time, yeah, we're accessing it and using it to kind yeah. of yeah increase our presence. Totally, yeah. And you know, man, I don't. I just, I think. uh 
people are foolish. <laughs> you know, like, I mean, like, no, I'm just, I'm well, listen, absolutely. listening to myself yeah. talk. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Like, like I do. I think I do. And it feels good. But, you know, uh, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's, I'm right. It's the yeah. truth, though, man. What can we know? We, we, uh experience we learn we or we don't you or know? we don't yeah. yeah or we just stay in what's comfortable and we continue our patterns of you know if if it's comfortable it doesn't matter how much it hurts you'll still do it people yeah. choose comfort yeah. you know um but there's a song on there uh we recorded some of the video don't scare no white people yeah um but i've made that beat and i put a bunch of coyotes in that beat Nice. <laughs> like I mean, you can't really. You wouldn't know if you heard the beat. You're not. You like, sample, There's you. some coyotes in there. I mean, you can feel it. Yeah, but, I don't have to listen to that again. But there is, and and the reason why I bring this up is because coyotes, the trickster, right? Mm-hmm. And a, most of, a lot of a lot of the tribes of the West, coyote is the main focal point of the storytelling they do. Mm-hmm. He's almost the most human-like of all the animals. Right. That's what, or at least that's who they choose. He's like a, a survivor in many ways. Yeah, because he's a fool to himself. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So when they tell us stories about coyote, right, I grew up with, on all these coyote stories, right? Mm-hmm. It's mostly about how much of a fool coyote is, right? Mm-hmm. And how and how he he tries to hack and maneuver things, you know? And they're, and they're lessons about humanity and stuff like that, you know? But then when you, what, what, this is the other thing that I learned, right? So I grew up on all these coyote stories and don't scare no white people, this whole song. Mm-hmm. But um, the other thing I learned about coyotes, man, is they, to me, they have, they represent this really crazy spe- thing to me in, in my mind. Again, I don't know. This is just my mind. Mm-hmm. But their populations have absolutely increased. Now, like buffalo, like grizzly bears and like wolves, which were basically animals that were hunted to extinction and the government, you know, like funded this, right? Mm-hmm. Th- to decimate these populations. Like go kill go kill some bears yeah. and get some money. Go kill some wolves, you know. Right. Bring in the furs and pelts and... Yeah, d- 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 yeah, and eradication. Same was done with the coyotes. But when you think, but what you got to understand now is that coyotes' populations have increased tenfold. Hmm. Because, and it, where I grew up in like New Mexico and Idaho, like people love hunting, they want to hunt coyotes. In fact, I think they're like almost all open hunting. You can hunt them all year round. You can hunt as many as you want. But yeah. they're in Chicago. They're in downtown Brooklyn. Yeah. Coyotes have taken over. Wow. You know what I mean? And also when you think about that reality, that even though they were, they have been, they've been attempted to be hunted until like uh, decimation and, and have just increased. Mm-hmm. Their populations is because they're most they're the most formidable. A wolf they have to eat an elk. Coyotes will survive on. They'll sure they'll kill an elk. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, okay, they're middle class. They're hustlers. Uh, like like they're the consummate hustler. Like the coyote will team up with the badger because the badger can dig really well, mm-hmm. and um, the badger will dig, but the coyote can hear really well. So they, they if he. If Coyote finds a badger and they're homies, they just hack these like little ground squirrels all day. You know what I mean? Because they use each other's tools. Like, wow. like a coyote will walk up on, into like a, a a whole field of buffalo, but because he's so small, he's not a wolf. The big buffalo ain't doing shit. They're just like, oh, it's a little fox thing. <laughs> it's not gonna fuck with us. We're buffalo, right, right? But then it will test and play with the little calves. And like play with them and jump around like a dog does, mm-hmm. and lure them out of the circle. Take out the weaker. Yeah, of like the, of the. Meanwhile, yeah. everyone's just chilling. It's just like a dog playing with a little buffalo, and the, but really what they're doing is they're tricking the buffalo. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. So the whole song is I don't don't scare no white people is like, if you play that at a country club with <laughs> with old white folks, and you hear me go, all I know is. Don't scare no one. All that's gonna do is make people go, "What is this?" Like, you know. But all I'm saying is, don't be scared. <laughs> you know. Yeah. It's the trickster move, bro. I I really like that man because <laughs> it's that move. Uh, there was even that show, Dear White People, on Netflix. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah. Oh man, I heard. I just saw so much like 
bullshit from people like who never even took the time to, to again watch it. watch it or see what's about like oh well what would you would you watch a show called dear black people you know like uh maybe you know like <laughs> yeah, I, don't well, know, man. I don't know dear black people maybe i don't know why not so I, I, that's a that's a clever title in that sense i'm glad you explained that you know the significance of the, the yeah. coyote the coyote and all yeah, that. Yeah, the coyote. Oh, yeah, this is coyotito. Yeah, yeah. That's not something to Yeah. I see you worked with Defy on that, man. Defy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dope, man. He's one of the best freestylers I've ever seen, man. Oh, man, he's dope. He just, he's so good at it. Like, he's let Ill. a live show, a lot of people hold stuff up. And yeah, I've had yeah. him on this show before. Oh, have you? Yeah, man. He uh, He's come through El Paso a couple times yeah, now. Yeah, I know. Um, yeah. And uh, been to his shows. He was on my, uh, do a TV show as well on town. Oh, okay. 306 Sessions. He was on that. So uh, it's cool, man. You guys worked, and you also talk about um, water and sacredness of water in that yes. song. Water man. is life, yeah. yeah man. Water is life. You can't eat that money, homie. And we talk about like systemic ingested. Like I'm just thinking about like the role water plays in the United States, man. Yeah. Flint, Michigan, the, yeah. the pipeline. Yep. Like, yeah. come on, <laughs> yeah. I mean, for real, you know. I just like for me, it's not. I guess it's very it's very hard to write music about important issues and still make it entertaining. Yeah. It's so hard. That's why people don't do it. Mm -hmm. And when people are mad at these rappers that don't do that, it's like, it's really hard to do, guys. It's true. You know what I mean? It's a lot easier to say, Molly, Molly, Percocet. It's a lot right, easier right. to make that entertaining than to take something as serious as the water rights and you know, just how genocide and white supremacy mm -hmm. and make that an entertaining song. That's just not easy to do. Right. You know, so that's why a lot of people don't do it. Um, for me, my thing is, is that I'm realizing more and more is that like, yeah, at the end of the day, bro, I'm an entertainer. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I've been to the rally, homie. I put my fist up. I've been to many actions some of my friends are activists. I'm not an activist. I'm an artist. Yeah. And part of being an artist is entertaining. That's fundamentally what I have to do yeah. to make a living, you know? So I just think it's it's really interesting to be an artist and to be passionate about social issues because you're still going to be picked apart. Mm -hmm. What I mean by that is like some people are going to be like, you're not doing enough still. Ah, yes. You know, you yes. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And the, hey, and they might be right. We could all do more, homie. <laughs> mm -hmm. You know, but it's just tricky because um you know, at the end of the day, I'm I'm a I'm an artist. That's how I pay my bills. <clears throat> so, yeah, man. So. And it's a great album. This is a <clears throat> for most of the album uh you made most of the beats here. Yeah. Man, so so how long have you been making beats and, and how long did it take for you to feel comfortable enough to like, all right, this is what I want to put out there in the I, world? I mean, I've been messing around. Yeah. Like even the funky autopsy, mm -hmm. like I arranged those, some of those beats. Like like uh, Arizona, I love you. You keep bringing me down. Yeah. Man. Like it's like I had to arrange that because it said, the sample said New York, I love you. So right. like that's yeah. how I kind of figured that out. So yeah. I've always been having a... a like kind of chopping I, it I up, right? You. Yeah, I love you, love you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, I've always been touching it, but, but I mean, I, I would say like six years, man. Um, and then really seriously for four. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and I'm still. It's been so great, Richie, man. Producing music has been so great. I mean, it's so frustrating at first because you know what's in your heart and in your mind is not you. You're not <laughs> capable of doing with your hands. Yet. And to translate it, yeah, yeah, it's like a baby who whose spirit says run and they can barely walk. Mm. You know what I mean? And like, then, yeah, they're just fall. falling, but they're yeah. gonna hey, but they're gonna get back up and they're gonna be running. You know, yeah. that's that's the thing about anything that you work at. It's like you got to remember that's all. You know, crawl. Stand, run. walk, run. Yeah. You know, so four years, man. I feel like I'm. Uh, I got a little. I got a little step going. Yeah, man. These these beats uh, are are pretty cool, man. Yeah, like they they go hard, man. The yeah. message, like oh, the message, I've been yeah. bumping that one, yeah, and then yeah. like even just kind of like the tone. You know, you're talking about like how some of the songs are like 
a little more sad or reminiscent. Yeah. And then you, get, like, you know, uh, I, I think uh, I, I was listening to episode three of your podcast and you're talking about Ever Been. Yeah. It's a completely different kind of mood change. It's more yeah. more silly, romantic, and, yeah. and it's still but like that. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. It's, it's more a, upbeat. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, it's fun. That's a, yeah, that's a fun, fun record. You know what yeah. I mean? And it's like, and it's not serious. Yeah. But most of the songs are serious. Yeah. You know, so, uh, and they're not seriously that fun. <laughs> but I mean that sounds bad if you're trying to sell the record. But like, dude, right. Adele's songs aren't fun; they're beautiful. Yeah, well, you know what I'm saying. Connect with them. So it's like that's what I mean. It's like they're beautiful, but mm -hmm. they're not necessarily Bruno Mars. Put that. <laughs> but, you, but I saw you recording, man. You you got you got your dance moves on, on some of those, oh, yeah. those videos. <laughs> yeah, some oh, Bruno yeah. Mars dance moves. Oh yeah, was that? Yeah, the Cosmos. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So yeah. what what three songs did you did you record while you were in town? Oh, okay. So or we film. Sh we shot uh, "Don't Scare No White People," at least a part of it, right. and then we shot the Cosmos. All right. Uh, which is by far the lyrically the weirdest song. It's I weird. dig that. It's, you know? it's weird. It's about everything. It's just whatever. Um, <laughs> but it's great. And, and, and it's the beats. Fucking cool. Um, so we did that. And it's just this really trippy shoot, man. It's going to be cool, man. Like, they have me in this room. Is that the one you're in neon? Like, yeah. Like, All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's going to be a lot of, like, after effects where I'm, like, floating and shit. <laughs> I'm gonna be floating, mama. Oh man, mama, I'm gonna be floating. Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> Can you believe it? <laughs> Your boy's <is> floating. <laughs> it's gonna be weird to see myself float through the stars. <laughs> Can't wait to see that. <laughs> uh, so the cosmos, that one was cool, and then then that um one take one was uh I know, which okay. is which is a like sad love song. It's like coming back to someone. It's like I know we get yeah yeah I know we got these problems. I know I want to solve them. I know we must grow old, but I want our love to blossom. One argument turns into everything. Old wounds open and we start to bleed. Trade and blame like you, 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 and uh, what about me? Yeah, what about me? Like what I mean by that is like when you get in an argument with someone, a lot of times you start telling them about what you think they are mm -hmm. because you're hurt. Um. It's uh, we're creatures of emotion, man. Yeah. Over, over, overthought first, you know. Yeah, that's always going to be the first thing that takes over, you know. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. want to hurt you, or yeah, like yeah. I want to say this stupid thing. Yeah. <laughs> all right. And an argument, all it does is just like smack and damage around. Oh man, been there too many times. Dude, oh, no, yeah. it hurts. Oh, it hurts. <laughs> it hurts Thinking man. about it, you and know? it doesn't work, man. <laughs> what about me? No, what about you? You're this. You, 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 you. And what about me? Yeah, what about me? Tell me. Tell me. Yeah. So and, yeah, and the whole time you're cognizant, like I'm yeah. saying this stupid shit, but yeah. I gotta get it out there. But yeah. like, what the fuck am I yeah, doing? Yeah, totally. Uh. What is going on? Oh <laughs> man, yeah, yeah, it's crazy, man. You know, but but I, I will say, like, uh, you know, it's funny because we start this this film, this uh, music video for I know the one. There's mm -hmm. an argument. This is how it starts. Right, right. And it's a really aggressive argument. I don't know if I've. It looks great on camera. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever. Been what in. kind of headspace did you have to get in for that? Like, <laughs> oh, dude, the girl that this girl named Christina, uh -huh. um, who they casted for it, she was cool, man. She was an act. She was an actor. You know, she has experience. So, okay. like, for me, uh, it wasn't difficult at all. Okay. Because, yeah, I mean, I, I think it turned out well. You know, uh, we got several takes to do it, and yeah, and so nice. I think. In another life, I would have done a lot of acting, but um, uh, but yeah, it was cool. Was that your first time doing like a, a one shot kind of yes. tracking thing? Yeah, that's cool, man. First one take ever. That's pretty, I can't wait to see the, how that comes out. It's you know? good. It like, looks good, man. And it just it takes you to like different spots, like clubbing and just yeah, yeah, kind of Carlos's uh, sisters and <laughs> yeah, man. I, I know it's said. Yeah, yeah. From uh, cause she was a uh, she was a work study at, at the college I teach at. Okay. In the English department for a little bit. Oh, really? Yeah, super smart, man. Yeah, she was cool. And I met her boyfriend, cool. and he was super cool, too. Nice, nice. They were all great, man. Like I said, man, Carlos is just... He's a solid guy. Man. Solid guy, man. Yeah, yeah. he is. And his, the whole crew, really, like, their yeah. professionalism. They were yeah. been their day setting up, working hard, putting all the sets yeah. together. And yeah, and set design. It's, that's so yeah. meticulous, man. You know, so many people... And I think a lot of that has to do with that Wadense... Yeah. 
reality, man. Like, he has a different level of hustle. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it's just like, because, man, you can go find someone shoot, to shoot your music video and you can find a bunch of people with cameras that don't care about your product. Right. Don't care about your branding. Don't care about what you're trying to convey. Don't want to offer any creative avenue other than, like, yeah, I'm the guy with the camera. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just like, you know, there's a lot of posers in every scene. Mm-hmm. But when you find a real one, you're like, whoa. Yeah. And the first, was the first time you worked with them a uh, funky autopsy? Yeah. Yeah, that video. That, was, that video was cool, man. And that was one yeah. of my favorite songs on, on that mixtape. Yeah, was man. it? Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Like that one in uh, The Funky Love. Or what was it? Cosmic? Fun, Cosmic, Cosmic the Funky with Love. With the Sinatra battle. sample. Fly me to <laughs> the moon. And I like it, man. I just love beat. Yeah, that, that's a dope beat. Yeah. 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 So, dude, man, uh, where can people, when they want to find your stuff or follow you, like, you know, your, your um, journeys, where can they find you? Instagram. At uh, Merlindo? At Merlindo, yeah. M-Y-R-L-I-N-D-O. You can find me there. You can find me everywhere. If you can Google me. It's also your website, right? Merlindo.com. Yeah. Uh, running these podcast episodes. Um, yeah. New music, all kinds of stuff. I'm really excited about my career, man. I feel like uh, I'm at a place where I've become more of an adult. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean that in this, I can feel my growth mm-hmm. in being more secure in who I am and less selfish about my gift and offering it. Hmm. You know, uh, a lot of times I've just been really afraid of success because I feel like I don't, I've seen so many bad, we see so many bad stories of they blew up and then they died. <laughs> you know, we're like, Damn, man. you know what I mean? But we well, like, touch on it um, on Dave Chappelle, yeah, you know, yeah. about celebrity, which is, you know, not necessarily just success, but it is tied in a little bit with it. Right. I, I mean, I, it's weird. I think it, Americans are obsessed with celebrity. Mm-hmm. Oh, to yeah. me, like when we're standing on the tables laughing and those strangers come over and they stand on the tables with us. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. We're just laughing, dude. We're just yeah. shooting the shit. Um, when they come over and they stand on the table with us, that's celebrity. We're fa- I'm fam- We're famous to the room. You know what I mean? The river is famous to the fish. Rafas is famous to us. You know what I'm saying? All right. Like, I believe celebrity is doesn't have to be on this crazy scale. I believe that we all, we all experience it. Mm-hmm. But wanting to be above people or cast it up, I think to want that is about power. More than it is about mm. love. I see that. You know what I mean? Because think about how we talk to celebrities. Do you? I mean, I'm sure people really love Beyonce. I love Beyonce. Mm-hmm. I don't know Beyonce. Yeah. I really only love people I know, mm-hmm. like that. You know what I mean? It, so I love her music, but I'm not my music, and Beyonce is not her music. Yeah. You know what I mean? The, so it's just yeah, those things are crazy, man. Absolutely, to me. man. To me. Yeah, I, I, that's, a, that's a pretty good distinction. Um, you know, when I think of celebrity, I, I try and think of maybe more of the root. Like, would it be in, in the same root as celebrate? Yeah. Which is interesting. You know, we want to celebrate someone. There's a little yeah. bit of love in that. Yeah. But then you think about, like, the cult of personality and, right. and kind of that goes with celebrity in, in terms of, like, selling. Yeah. Right? In a capitalist society, it becomes different, right. like a different kind of thing. You become a product, bro. That's what it comes down to. <laughs> yeah. Damn, yeah. Man. And then we talk about people like products. You know, so it's like even the Kanye thing is like, we I don't know what's going on with his mental health, mm-hmm. bro. I and then, know. of course, like uh, everyone says, well, it's an act, you know, he wants to sell his shit. Yeah, you yeah, know? sure, sure. A, Who knows, you know? And the, the other thing, too, is just like, and also like what happens, too, is like, even if I put out five albums, you're still going to be like, no, nah, but this is my favorite album. <laughs> this is this is when this is when Merlin did his best shit. Yeah. And that might, there might be a consensus around that, but it's also like. Yeah, it's just people take the narrative they want most to mm-hmm, have mm-hmm. about who you are as an artist, mm-hmm. typically. Right. Which is often a flattened kind of... Well, it's not even... I think we just do that in general. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. when, So when you hear a song, 
it might have one line about a breakup, let's just say. Mm -hmm. That's the line that you that you grab of the 500 lines or whatever. <laughs> and you grab it because you need it, right? All right. And it's yours, it. right? So it's the same it's the same thing about um narratives about people. You people want, want the story to be theirs cuz it's their story. It's their Beyoncé song mm. in their car with their friend at their at this party. It's their song. Mm -hmm. It's not so much about Beyoncé the human being, it's about what she created in that product and how it's it's mine. You know what I mean? Mm. Mm. Because it it was in my life. It's a soundtrack moment for my life. This is when we heard that Beyoncé song and we stood up and we danced on those chairs, Richie. <laughs> That's my shit. You know what Remember I'm that? saying? That, those girls last night did that. Remember when that song came on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Bell was like, Bell was trying to like show Bell, and then as soon as the song came in, boom, they're they're yeah. snap. Like yeah. one gets starts dancing on the table. <laughs> what the heck, man? Yeah, I, I totally get yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. We, saw so, it, we saw it like that. Yeah. Anyways, man. Uh, that's uh, I, yeah. So. <laughs> This has been fun, man. Dope, man. It's been cool having you on. Uh, definitely, uh, you know, if you guys are listening, follow follow this man's work. If you haven't, I'm sure you have. You know, you're you're tuning in because you saw his name. You <laughs> yeah, know, yeah. go and support. You know, if not, if this is new, go go check him out. Uh, if you like the episode, Yo, give us a rating. Yeah. What's up? Yeah, hook us up with a rating. And also, Lo, um, if you're ever out in Chugotown, I don't care who you are. I don't care if I know you well or don't know you well. If you're a writer, if you're a graffiti writer, if you do hip hop, if you do any type of art and you are on your way here, or even if you're just here because you are, have to do something, but you like the arts, mm -hmm. reach out to Richie. He's available. You can get at him. He's beloved in this community. I can't, I try to walk to the gas station with this dude and someone's like, Richie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so reach out to him. You know what I'm saying? Because he's always down to collaborate and he's good, 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 good people. And if you, you listen to his podcast all the time, you already know what's up. So huh. I'm just saying from people that might just be listening because they know who I am or whatever. Um, so, yeah, that's love, man. Appreciate that, man. Look, look for the crossover episodes yeah, coming yeah. up soon. We, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if we decide to if release them, we'll see. Yeah, we'll yeah, see. Yeah. We had a really fun conversation with Valentin. <laughs> we were just messing around. So <laughs> All right, cool, guys. Yeah. Uh, Joy, whatever you're doing right now, thanks for listening. Peace. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, there's something profoundly lonely about a hotel room. I don't know what it is, but, you know, when you're on the road, even if it's for a night, you're like... She don't understand the road. I'm on vacation. She don't get the road. Thinks it's a vacation. She don't understand the road. Thinks it's a vacation. I don't get the road. Maybe it's vacation. I don't understand the road. Maybe it's vacation. I don't get the road. Maybe it's vacation. I don't understand the road. I could wear a blindfold, but I probably never ever go blind though. Vision lives in my lips when I grip a microphone. My stomach flinch as I reach for the door handle. I got 15 seconds before I see her face. 15 minutes walking through my shallow pain. Ducking 50 minutes of fame, I can't explain. The 15 years I've been painting this shit for the stage. I was on the road, just got off the road to get back on the road. I feel the vertigo. Whoa. Through my chest like memories funnel through kaleidoscopes Just a day ago, she wrote me saying that I miss your soul I promise all I wanna do is kick it though I know you know we know how all this goes But could we kick it for a minute, maybe visit though She don't get the road, thinks it's a vacation She don't understand the road, thinks I'm on vacation She don't get the road, thinks it's a vacation She don't understand the road, thinks it's a vacation I don't get the road, maybe it's vacation. I don't understand the road, maybe it's vacation. I don't get the road, maybe it's vacation. I don't understand the road. In the middle of America, I study dreams. I study myself with human beings. Choose a college town. In the middle of America, follow now. As we step through the house, everybody keep your smiles loud. 
Using the block out of the residue of sex, drug, child abuse, poverty, neglect, pseudo-democratic subterfuge. The power to silence these taboos is hinging the power to be blinded. Blow a smoke with me, keep smiling. Listen to this man while I'm blurting out obscenities. We beneath the lines. He wants his youth back. He wants my co-sign. He's full of shit and he's 55. I met him a year ago with a benefit observing the politics of upper class white crowds. The guy that's super nice guy turns super white loud. Claiming that I wanna fuck his wife at the bar. Wanna knock his fucking lights out. You know this is too real to be real, but this is actually your life. Unbelievable as it happens before you, like this. Walking down a highway at night in the rain with this middle-aged man enraged and refusing to get in his wife's car. No one is too old to have an identity crisis, you realize. You walk with this man for miles and he spews his frustrations with life like a frat boy trying to win a puking contest. Until finally he cramps up and literally falls into your arms. Asks you to call his wife and tell her to come back and take him home. Another semi screams past you like a 747 mist machine. Somehow... All of his weak body matches the weak, greedy child inside of him that can't help but smell gasoline on everything, especially you. You are cloaked in your own heartbreak. It's amazing how watching someone else's suffering can momentarily relieve you of your own. Tomorrow you will watch the game at his home awkwardly with his wife just one more night until you're back on the road you are far from home now the heartache sings its truest notes when you think of her back home home closest to your heart and its sutured features